Hello and welcome to Horrible Friends. It's a podcast and book club format about horror movies. And this week we've got Slither. Starting off, my name is Kyle. I'm Chris. I'm Dan. And I'm Jarvis. And the way this is generally going to go is we are going to give you a little history about this movie. We're going to talk about the movie. We're going to give you our, our best ofs. And then we're going to take you over to the spoopometer at the end there. And we're just going to give you... We'll taste about how we feel about the movie and uh this one was a it was a movie guys it had a beginning middle and end it sure did arguably yeah slimy <laughs> the whole way through slimy i referred to it as sliver oh at one point yes you did or silver was wasn't it silver? <laughs> he said sliver mm-hmm. yeah sliver and then it was silver and then it was you shoving brownies into your into your uh-huh. fucking face hole Dude. when we started the recording these brownies are so good <laughs> <laughs> Well, as long as we have the capability to, is there a chance that we might be able to get the history from good old Dan? Absolutely. So Slither is a 2006 horror movie, was written and directed by James Gunn. You may know James Gunn from movies such as, I always feel like Troy McClure from The Simpsons when I say that. You may know him from such movies as Guardians of the Galaxy, The Trilogy, Peacemaker, and The Suicide Squad. He's had some real ups and downs, huh? Yeah. That he has. He also wrote the first live-action Scooby-Doo movie. Huh. This yeah. is true. He, uh, Chris and I did talk about this. <laughs> now, he did not direct, correct? He only no, wrote he it. Did. He, he wrote the screenplay for it. Which means this was his directorial debut. Yes, this was. So, other 2006 horror movies that we could have watched, uh, but chose not to, are... Movies like The Hills Have Eyes, uh, the remake came out this year, Silent Hill came out this year, and, uh, you know, one that's not as scary, but still kind of creepy, and I really like, Monster House. Monster House. That's a good one. I the like animated forgot one. about that. Is that the animated movie? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that movie slaps so fucking hard. It's, it's so, so good. fucking good. That's a great year for horror, 2006. Yeah, The Hills Have Eyes remake was... Oh, pretty, pretty so well good. regarded. And I just love Silent Hill. Yeah, that this this movie was 2006, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. And it really was. Th- this movie felt like it was 2006. <laughs> the whole time I was going through it, I was like, man, they, this the early 2000s. <laughs> yeah, no, it was bizarre because I realized I like I had not seen this since probably 2006 or 2007 when I absolutely probably shouldn't have been watching it. But uh, yeah, y- you catch a lot more seeing it Uh you know 15 Uh years later (laughs) so the budget for this film was about 15 million dollars and the box office it pulled in around 12.8 million just about 13 million a little little under budget kind of a flop yeah uh the runtime for this not a long movie it's only about an hour and 35 minutes so pretty pretty quick watch which is definitely i think if the movie would have gone longer i would have not had a great time oh yeah if it was longer i would have been annoyed like it was long enough that you know i was still kind of like relatively entertained by it 
I, I think 57 minutes would have been a sweet spot for this, like an hour. Yeah, maybe an hour and 15. Yeah, for sure. It becomes a little one note after a while, because I mean, this is this is really just another installment in a long line of like the alien invasion hive mind movies. Right. So like everyone refers to like invasion of the body snatchers. Right. Like that's the original. Mm-hmm. And then they did the remake that arguably is better than the original. And then you had like we've covered the faculty. Right. And mm-hmm. then Invasion of the Pod People, Phantoms, which, by the way, is a is a movie with Ben Affleck wearing a cowboy hat, and it's just awful. <laughs> now so, I'm gonna watch it. Uh, yeah, it's so worth in. the watch. Uh, a couple others, Assimilate, 2019, not a bad one. And uh, recently, Hulu came out with one. Um, so Hive Mind is still very in. Uh, no one will save you. Uh, so at the time of the recording, that's only been out for about a month, and that's another Hive Mind movie, and pretty decent, actually, a lot of fun. So, so uh. I will say I'm kind of surprised at the box office because I mean Hive Mind, you know, Alien Invasion usually does pretty well, usually pretty well received. But you know, overall, I, I guess I can see why this wasn't so universally beloved. It was 2006. People were you know buying up houses left and right. They didn't have time to go to the movies. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the economy was booming, and it would never, <laughs> ever, ever, ever stop. Never a problem. <laughs> I I think that that your hive mind comparison is way better than mine in my head. I was the only thing I was thinking of was like tremors. Cause it reminded me of like kind of that humor and kind of like the like monstery wormy kind of effect. But I really like the hive mind kind of thing better. It's funny. You mentioned tremors. Oh, do we have some trivia, Chris <laughs> in the whole beginning part of this movie? There's a buttload of references to other horror movies. Like, I think they, like, drive past a funeral home that is, oh, what the hell is it called? Um, oh, I just had it up in front of me. But uh, I can't remember the first part, but it's, like, the McCready funeral home. So it's named after Kurt Russell's character in The Thing. And the high school in the town is Earl Bassett High after the character Earl Bassett from Trevor's. Oh, that's really cool. That is neat. I didn't even notice that. Mm-hmm. That's fun. No, but you're right, Dan. Like, there's that fun, campy element to it, for sure. It's not necessarily, like a straight horror comedy, but it's definitely meant to be kind of like a lighter tone. Yeah. And I think that if you had given this to a, I'm not saying James Gunn is a, is like a in particularly strong director. He seems to make some good stuff every once in a while, but uh, he, if you were to give it to somebody who was maybe, uh, maybe under some pressure to make a, a, a longer form movie, I think you could have stretched this movie out to like two hours or something like that, but it would have just been terrible. Like what would you've done? Like the lore and history of, the alien beyond that one little bit that we have it's not like that's boring it gets really boring or maybe going into space or something i don't know yeah if if we could if we could split this movie up i think i could tell you exactly the part where i was out and then i was back in was i felt like the first half before all the slugs like go crazy yeah that was the part that drug on a little too much for me yeah once we got to the slug part i was like oh okay new format for this movie let's see where we go from here yeah it changes tones for sure. Yep. Uh, so moving into our actors, we had just three of the actors that are are pretty big roles in this. Uh, we have Nathan Fillion, Elizabeth Banks and Michael Rooker, which I think that they all did phenomenal jobs, honestly. Um, what an ensemble cast, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like had no idea, had no recollection of them being involved in this whatsoever. Right. Because I mean, I, I probably didn't know who they were back then, but like mm. I, I just kept watching like with my jaw on the floor. I was like, that's Nathan fucking Fillion. Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. Michael, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. I The initial thing I got from Michael Rooker in this one was, was this 2006 Woody Harrelson? 
because they they looked so like I don't know he looked a lot like Woody Harrelson like right now Woody you Harrelson. You think so? Huh? I okay. think so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we also had um, uh, we had Jenna Fisher in it too. Surprise! Yes, <laughs> they well, she were was, they were married. She was married. At the time. Yeah, she was married. Actually, fun bit of fact. Um, little, I got a little trivia too. Look, I know some things. Yeah. Um, uh, the the original person who was supposed to play character that jenna fisher ended up playing uh left to go do a pilot of something so jenna fisher just kind of like whoop, moved into that role and then they added a couple lines and bing, bada bing bada boom uh it must have been really difficult for her to go from uh being a receptionist to being a receptionist in the office i give her she credit was literally the same character yeah i give yeah. her credit it's it's a good she had a good role <laughs> filming locations for this we have langley Cloverdale and Vancouver and Abbotsford of British Columbia, Canada. Canada! BC represent! Why the fuck would you go to Canada? It's full of brain slugs. That's what I've been telling people for years. <laughs> you know, that's so funny. You have been telling us that for years. Yeah. Years. Nobody listened. And now, moving into our taglines. Alright, we, we actually have a couple of taglines here. I think that they're pretty okay. Also, I'm excited to see what you guys think. Alright, let's um, do this. So our first one, we have, what's gotten into you? Okay. All right. Yeah, that, All right. yeah fun, campy energy. I like that. I, I like that. I like it. Wait, just just for the record, he's spraying eggs and cum into the people, right? Is that a tagline or is that? <laughs> yeah, no, I said, no, no, I'm asking. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, man, the tagline literally says, for the record, <laughs> <laughs> this is what's going to happen. He's spraying eggs and cum into the people. <laughs> I I thought he was, yeah, I couldn't figure out if he was putting stuff into people or taking stuff out of them. No, it, it he was putting it's cum and eggs. eggs. It's cum okay. and eggs. It sounds like green eggs and ham when you say it like <laughs> yeah. that. Oh, it's cum and eggs. But... It sounds delicious. It sounds like a delicacy somewhere. <laughs> huh. I, think I, I think I read a book Some... like that before. <laughs> I do not like common eggs. <laughs> I do not like, I don't like them here. I don't like them there. <laughs> All right. To our actual taglines. No, I'm sorry. That's not a tagline. That would be the best tagline here. Um, For the record, common eggs is an amazing tagline. <laughs> <laughs> can you imagine? Can, can you imagine you're just going to the movies? Like you go to see Titanic and on the poster it just says common eggs. Common <laughs> eggs. I don't think it tells me anything about the plot, but you know what? I'm going to go buy a ticket. Yeah, but Leo's in it. I can't wait to watch. <laughs> but Leo come and eggs. All right. Our next tagline. We have horror has a new face. Dumb. Eh, stretch. Yeah. Yeah. Big dumb. Can't stand that. Yeah. I hate, those, I hate those super generic taglines. Yeah, that one's not good. The, the first one's good. I, I like this next one, too. I'm going to skip one of them because it's just a stupid it's not even really a tagline. So, um, our next one that we have is slug it out. Yeah. Okay, I'm a big fan of that one. I like that one. <laughs> I really like that especially one. If, especially if Dave Couillet is on like the movie poster as well. <laughs> he was the only person that's in the cast. Yeah. Right. Slug, oh, it, slug out. it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and our last tagline that we have is "Feed the fear." I like that. Nah, I'm indifferent. Yeah, yeah. I, I could have done without. 
it could have been for a couple movies. So yeah, it's not specific enough to like. All right, how about this? Okay. From the people that brought you 2004's Dawn of the Dead in space, no one can hear you scream. <laughs> the whole season. The whole season is this. <laughs> you just, the game now is to just find different ways to fit it in. Yeah. That's what she said. Coming eggs. Coming eggs. <laughs> Would you say that your podcast is geared towards children? No. <laughs> No. Come and eggs. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about Michael Rooker with two chest penises, which mm. are it, it's not asexual. What is it when you're both sex? Yes, demi bisexual. He's <laughs> got bisexual titty tentacles. <laughs> sure. Eh, we uh, we've lost some some of our audience. I don't know which yeah. ones, but we've lost them. <laughs> All right. With that, I'm gonna give it to Kyle before I say too much. Go ahead. Alrighty. So here is a fun game that I played with this movie. I played a game called Let's Divide the Minutes by Three, because we're gonna do this in three parts. And you know what's weird? I think that's what James Gunn did. I think. He wrote it because Ooh. my parts end at precisely like 33 minutes, 66 minutes and 99 minutes effectively. Like when the movie ends right when the second part, it's uncanny, uh, you know, plus or minus two or three minutes. But it's pretty wild. Uh, we, we literally have a three part movie here. So good job. Thanks. You cracked like the Gun Vinci code. That's the, pretty cool, man. The Gun Vinci code. Did you say come Vinci code? <laughs> Did you say come and eggs? Come and eggs. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so here we go. Part one. So what we have, we got a big old meteor hurtling to Earth. Uh, we it crashes into Earth. We have some police officers. Uh, so we get a shot of the egg. We then cut to the thriving town of Wheelsy, South Carolina. Um, we meet the mayor who's screaming at a man in a truck. Uh, we get our main character quickly uh starla played by uh elizabeth banks and she's a teacher uh her husband is grant grant great name uh best name, best name. uh nathan fillion shows up as bill is that nathan fucking fillion <laughs> oh, is that bill fucking party <laughs> uh so yeah we got bill party um so that we nathan fillion's a cop in the town um we we cut through a little bit here and uh grant wants to do some stuff with starla starla's not feeling it so he's like i'm gonna leave and he goes to the bar he ends up meeting uh brenda and uh her initials end up coming out to be bm because that's the joke it's a, it's a poop joke good good stuff here mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's a really responsible tone we're setting james <laughs> <laughs> pretty yep. early on <laughs> your, yep. name, your name is bm uh yeah good stuff uh so then they they walk around i guess they're walking around the the woods a little bit they're trying they're flirty they're doing their thing uh so effectively grant's already cheating on uh starlight here good good guy uh they find an egg uh and then grant gets infested what we believe he gets shot with some sort of piercer and it does a fun little x-ray to show the thing going through his body and it's like oh shit mortal Kombat." yeah exactly it's the uh what, what do they call those like execution modes or whatever yeah. yeah so uh he's you know 
during this time, he's slowly becoming more infected. He's just getting boils on his body every every couple of scenes. He's doing his thing. He ends up going, uh, you know, skipping forward just a, a small amount here. He ends up making it over to to uh, BM's house, and I'm uh, she's no longer Brenda, by the way. She's just BM in my notes. So she goes to BM. He goes to BM's house, and uh, this is where we learn that he's got some. Uh, what are they proboscis proboscis oh yeah he's got a proboscis tentacle titties yeah he's got his bisexual tentacle titties and uh he shoves them into her and that's kind of the the cut we get from there uh and there's the tagline coming eggs coming eggs coming eggs eggs. her initials should have been c and e (laughs) but they're b and m still so yeah um (laughs) So uh, Starless has to put something together that something's wrong with Grant or because he didn't show back up, um, you know, from his late night, whatever it is. Uh, and that's where we Grant says, like, uh, don't he, he's at this point, he's started to grow like a lump on his head. He's real nasty feeling. And then he tells her, don't worry, I, I just got I got stung by a bee. And then he lies to her that he went to the doctor because she calls and asks the doctor what's going on with him. And that's how that goes. And then um, so we we get to a point where I guess Grant's starting. We don't know what's going on with Grant. He seems like he's starting to freak out that Starlin knows that, you know, he's changing potentially. And so he like <laughs> goes into his basement and starts packing up all of his really important belongings like his his meat into his black trash bags. <laughs> Gotta take the meat, dude. Gotta <laughs> take the meat. You can have the kids. You can have the car. I'm taking the meat. <laughs> the fetid meat. He starts sho- shoving into his black trash bags, as we all do. And he, uh, we see him tranching back into the woods to this like cabiny kind of thing in the woods. And uh, look who's there. It's BM. She's she's shackled up, and she's she's not mad about it. She's just like, I'm really hungry. So he's, so he gives her the fetid meat, and she just starts chomping away. At this point, Starla's freaking out uh, and she breaks down the lock that he had put on the door at some point and makes her way down into the basement. And at this, th- this is where Grant comes back home and he is very upset with her. He's kind of he starts to choke her out. She calls the police. The police are kind of already there for whatever reason, because they're really responsive. And he puts her in a chokehold. The police come by and we learn that Grant has a new form. He's got squiggly tentacle arms and he's maybe potentially really 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 strong but we're not a hundred percent sure and that's where we cut that's part one baby okay yeah that was a lot of the movie that was a lot of the movie very quick there's some bits in there but i'm telling you it literally fades to black and then goes three days later so that's that's part one (laughs) so i got a a couple little things about this so you know how uh, starla calls grant's doctor and the doctor mentions like oh i haven't seen him in a year yeah you want to know who that doctor was? Um, that was Dr. Rob Zombie. <laughs> what? Nope, that was Rob Zombie. D- Dr. Robert Zombie? Dr. Robert Zombie, yeah. <laughs> huh. They have they have so many cool little like horror things in here. Like mm-hmm. Brenda's watching, uh, I think it's the Toxic Avenger she was watching. Yeah, she was watching Toxic Avenger, yeah. Um, along with the Tremors thing, what they call the funeral home. I think it was rj mcgreedy yeah yep. right so that's after you know kurt russell's character in the thing so it's like there's so many cool little interwoven like little horror things little little love notes and i think one of like the other uh deputies or like cops there one of them uh, has the last name carpenter oh that's so cool huh 
Of course, yeah. And also that final scene uh, when Grant gets his fun tentacle arm and goes to leave. Um, like they did that shot practically. And then when it did like the kind of shot behind him where you see like the arm flail, like that part was mm-hmm. CG. But when he did the motion of like swinging his arm around, apparently he dislocated his shoulder like <laughs> during the shot. And then you just like, you know, turn and ran to like finish it. Then afterwards, it's just like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Dangly meat. Neat. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm reading here also that the principal of the school, which we don't really see very much, his name was uh, Mr. Chainsaw Massacre. Really strange stuff, guys. They yeah, really shoved, a, that one was honestly like so, was some subtle. of them. Yeah, some of them were like subtle. That one. Hey, come on, Dave. <laughs> that's, that's a bit much. Yeah, you got Michael Chainsaw Texas Myers over uh-huh. here. Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, it's very subtle. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Along with Jason Freddy Voorhees Hellraiser. Mm-hmm. So 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 here's my timeline working through this. Yeah. I I had no idea it was a comedy. I thought it was gonna be like a genuine horror movie. So like first shot, we get that we get that really cool like meteor coming in. Immediately think Mystery Science Theater three thousand uh-huh. right there. I'm just yes. like, oh, okay. And then there's just so much happening, like in the beginning, like I couldn't even take notes. I was just like, there's so many things going on here. And then I think it was about like 15 minutes in. I was like, okay, this is just, this, this is just a joke. I got it. Okay. All right, cool. <laughs> and then I questioned myself. And then it was the moment where I said earlier to you guys uh, that the other teacher called Starla a slut. I was like, oh, okay. Cause she's like, oh, you slut. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, I was very confused for a little while, but I, th- then I started to like be able to sit back and enjoy this movie. There are some tonal shifts early on, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they, yeah. They, they do a lot to kind of like establish it's a comedy. I, I like the opening shot of the town, like how they videotape kind of like, you know, the comings and goings of the town folk. It's basically like, you, do, you know, we, we get it. All humans are gross except for Nathan Fillion and, and Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. That's that was like the yeah. <laughs> that was the underlying subplot of the entire movie, really. Apparently, the way uh, at least Fillion has said, the way Gunn kind of pitched the movie to him was like, "We're making a funny movie, but we're not making a comedy." <laughs> Fillion was like, "Uh, okay, I like that. sure, yeah. yeah, no, I like that. I think that describes it because there's there's a lot of this movie that, like you said, once you kind of pick up that it's actually trying to be funny and and not just like accidentally being funny. There, there's some like pretty well acted and crafted scenes in this. They they do, I guess, gun actors, everybody, they do a really good job at kind of bouncing back and forth between being uh, an almost serious horror movie about something going on, uh, you know, the something going on in their town, but also like taking it lightly, at, you know, two minutes later. I, I don't know. I had a really good time. Like even during this like initial part here, we have like a small love interest. We have a bad husband mm-hmm. and there's just like a, a marriage that's like trying to figure itself out still. And everybody knows it's kind of a sham, but it may not be. We got like the jokey police officers uh, that, that are coming up in the next part. Like it, it really does have some, like, like you said, tonal shifts. It's just back and forth. Characters were fun. Yeah. yeah. It, they, they weren't all like just flat two dimensional. I had a nice B movie kind of feel to it without yeah. being yeah. actually B movie. Right. Yeah. I, cause that is something that we learned pretty, pretty soon, I guess. And even with, even during this part that the practical effects, I think is where all the budget went to. Is that, is that correct? I think so pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I think the practical effects because the other thing we learned is nothing like a trail of otherworldly slug mucus to fend off an awkward sexual encounter with Michael Rooker. Like that, <laughs> <laughs> if we can take away anything from this movie, that's it. 
Yeah, no, it, it's it's great stuff. One of the questions I have for you guys is, so if Greg was already drunk, right, when he was basically, like, probed, alien inseminated, like, what are we going to call it? What, what, like, he was darted oh, you know, by the egg. I Grant. Oh, Grant. Grant. Yeah. Did I write oh, Greg? You, you said Greg. I did, I did write Greg. Greg. I wrote Greg. Yeah, it's Grant. His <laughs> name Grant. is really Grant Grant. Grant Grant. 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 It's, it sounds like a motorcycle starting up. <laughs> <laughs> I, he is a one-dimensional character, so I guess he that's very it. much is. So, if Grant was already drunk, is the alien slug drunk too? That's like that, those Maybe. were my initial thoughts because this is one of those. Because, like I said, this is in a long list of hive mind movies, but some of them do it differently. Some of them, like the hive mind, takes over and does not leave any trace of like the mannerisms of the person that it overtakes but this movie is the opposite it leaves a lot of the mannerisms and the knowledge and kind of like some of the attitude and like the emotions of the character so i i I love that really the subplot to this movie though is that earth pussy is just so good that it almost stopped an alien invasion almost not just any though it's elizabeth banks elizabeth banks (laughs) Dude, mm-hmm. I had such a crush on her when I was younger. Had? Has that changed? Uh, <laughs> I feel on the spot now. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, do we all just need, do we all just need brain slugs to be like vulnerable lovers? Because like that that was like the secret sauce. That's all he needed. Like, yeah, she, yeah. It, she took right to him and say less. I think that's always the answer. Is just just say less. Do we cry? Mm. How do you guys do it? Oh, I always I cry before and after. Oh, mm-hmm. go, okay. same. Uh, and during. Yeah, before, uh-huh. Uh-huh. during, after. I was curious, yeah. <laughs> Who's going to be the first the one to say during? Yeah. <laughs> during is the It was me. <laughs> I think the weirdest thing about the whole thing is they had sex before she went to school. What time does she have to go to school? What time? Dan, what time do you go to school in the morning as a teacher? Uh, I have to be there at like 7.40. They had full fucking, they, they made love. Right? Like sex. Sex can be fast and dirty and just downright fucking dad. They made love. This was love making. Common eggs. Vulnerable coming eggs. <laughs> Emotional coming eggs. This was coming eggs from his private stash. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> we are gonna start a strip club called Common Eggs, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. With a, with or a, a breakfast, breakfast bar. Yeah. No, it's yeah. a breakfast I, buffet. I, I, yeah, <laughs> it's a breakfast, it's a breakfast buffet, absolutely. At the strip club, though. Yeah. Speaking of breakfast buffet. Meat. Mm-hmm. Meat. 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 I said, staring at Elizabeth Banks' ass. <laughs> Meat. Meat. I like how it comes back later, like a, way later in the movie, that there's just like random bits of his brain that are that I feel like are in like each different zombie type character. And there's like one or two that are just like meat, meat, like randomly at the end. I, I appreciated the <laughs> yep. callback. It's like a meep. It's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It's like the Muppets. <laughs> What do you guys think of like space slug sex overall? Like, I, I think it looks looks kind of tight. Like old old BM, she had one hell of a climax. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, and I guess that you're getting double penetrated, so I guess that's cool, right? Yeah, it's hip. It's in. <laughs> it's hip. It's now. Guys, I don't know. I'm just not gonna kink shame. So y'all y'all talk. You're about damn it. right. You're <laughs> damn right. We're not kink shaming, Dan. We're kink supporting intergalactically. I might add. Man, double penetration must be like so bland to aliens. They're just like 
what? That's all you did? What about your 12th <laughs> hole? What do you do with that one? <laughs> well, cut to black. It's three days later. That's just how it happens. They just do it. I'm proud of them for going for it. But it's three days later. We're in the, the police headquarters here. It's this is arguably one of the funnier sections of the movie. There are just jokes running back and forth. Everybody's riffing on each other. It feels like a fun like police joke fest. It's kind of the the whole thing. Uh, what we do learn from this is that Grant has been terrorizing for the last couple of days. He's been going to different farms and they found the farm that he's probably going to go to next. They're going to go stake it out. And as they do, they go to grab all their guns and weapons off the wall. And what we do learn is that the, the police force doesn't have any trigger discipline. They're ready just to fire right there. Great stuff. We go out to the farm and uh, they stake out for the night. And would you believe they do find Grant as he's about to devour a cow. One of the guys, I, I can't remember who he was. I don't think he was terribly important, but he was at the, the police place. And maybe uh, he wasn't in like police clothing. I don't think many of them were, but he goes and gets behind Grant to like trap him in as as Starla is trying to, you know, talk him down. And Grant takes that uh, personally and uh, he just whips him in. Uh, Jarvis, what's your favorite word that you like to use? What does he do to him? He bifurcated the shit out of that guy. It was amazing. It was good. He's a strong old boy now. Apparently he is, as they joked around, he looks like a giant squid. It's so he's he's a monster. They they. They chase him into the woods, which is a bad choice. So they, they go into the woods. They end up finding the little shack in the woods. And uh, BM is there. And she's massive. She's been she eating. good. She looked yeah. real good. She's a healthy gal. I do like that she's not been taken over by anything. So that there's no like something's wrong with her. Obviously. Right. But she's not fully taken over because she ends up just having a chat with one of the guys. And he's like, hey, how's it going? And she's like. I'm just really hungry, which which I get. <laughs> She's also like, I didn't want y'all to see me like that. <laughs> yeah. It's still very funny. It's in like the funny section of this chunk of the movie. Yeah, I, I think there might be like kind of like a little bit of a mind control element in there because like yeah, she she does know she has like a personal life, but like she's so calm and she's playing it so aloof that she's a giant balloon infested with space slugs in a barn. You know what I mean? The the calmness that she comes with almost kind of it, it, it's almost like they have a calming agent inside mm -hmm. of her that's kind of part of this thing you know with you know the bisexual titty tentacles <laughs> and something to to stretch her out a little bit too because she gets bigger than i think any human could and then <laughs> and then she's too big because then her body stretches and she she explodes and all of the fun little slug monsters start pouring out of her and they try to get in everyone's mouth uh they get into a lot of people's mouths and uh, many of the police officers that were there uh, end up becoming zombies. The the slugs are making their way everywhere to the farmhouses nearby. We did meet some uh, some characters that I thought were going to be way more minor because I didn't take a lot of notes of them. But they turned out one of them turns out to be a lot more of a major character during part two and part three. So we cut back to the farmhouse. Got another question for for good old James here. Why the foot shot? We all know why the foot shot, why, Kyle. Why? <laughs> why, James? Why'd you do it? So, yeah, we get a, a a lovely foot shot of the character Kylie, who I think is is she supposed to be a teenager? It's kind of weird. It's she's just, her character is weird. We get a a nipple out of it too. It, yeah. So it was so quick though that I was like, hold on, 
<laughs> Rewind it. Rewind. Like I had no idea what was going on yeah. in the movie. Did I miss a titty? Like, five you did. minutes after, and I was just like, because I was just contemplating. Did I see a titty? Yeah. yeah. So you do. You do see a titty. Uh, she's. And I was a like, bath. wait, is she under age? So I had yeah. To, like, okay. Then I had to look up. I was like, wait, I have to see how old she was, and she's not underage. But I was like. This took up a good five minutes. <laughs> going on it's but, daunting. You're like, did I just commit a federal offense? What the fuck, no. James Gunn? Did James oh, no, Gunn? No. Did James Gunn make you commit a federal offense? Because that's that's what I don't it know. is. Will that hold up in the court of law? I don't know. Mm. It's, but, I mean, it's worth a shot. I mean, he did it either way. So yeah, it, very strange uh, that this happened. But either way, we do get that the the worm slides up and scares her and that that's when you see uh the boob shot and then you end up with the worm in her mouth and when she does she gets like vietnam flashbacks of the previous life of (laughs) of the alien and you can see that it's been like taking over different planets forever apparently and And all of a sudden you hear the song (laughs) (laughs) but so she ends up getting the the worm out of her mouth I guess, thankfully. And uh, she cooks it. And man, did that sausage look good cooked. Um, so, yeah, she cooks it with her Ugh. hair. <laughs> with her hair. Uh, a curler or whatever. Uh, it's pretty sweet. And the sisters and mom are all taken over. Uh, this It's at this point that we learn that there's the beasts all have a hive mind. They're, they, that we know that they're all connected somehow. And all of the characters get back together. All the surviving characters at this point get back together. We have Starla, Kylie, the mayor, and Bill. And they all get away from the farm. End of part two. Okay. So, Margaret packs a box lunch is the coolest reference to a girl being a lesbian I've ever heard. I think that was pretty funny. <laughs> I didn't get that. I didn't you, get you that didn't, either. Back you didn't write that down? About. No, I don't. I don't remember even hearing it. I think the mayor, uh, this is during the stakeout, right? This is when they're trying to <laughs> yeah. find Michael Rooker. And the mayor's like, hey, what's up with that? Uh, the, the one girl, one of the officers. And she, they look over, they're like, Margaret? Dude, Margaret packs a box lunch. <laughs> it's like, it's amazing. <laughs> okay, so that explains the, the later line that, that the mayor also has, where he's mad that like the slugs are getting on and in and doing all kinds of bad stuff. And he says something to along, along the lines of, you can sue right alongside of me. I don't care if you're a lesbo. And yep. I was like, oh, that's that's an assumption, but I guess not. I guess the, there, nope. there, there's precedent here. OK, <laughs> nope, nope. It was it was it was very coyly addressed. Huh. I think the only line that was better was when they first see Michael Rooker coming from the trees uh, about to attack the cow. And one of the older cops says, it looks like something that fell off my dick during the war. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh that was a good one i also had right before they go and like stake out for the night Th- this feels a lot like um i can't remember the movie i'll get it back in a second but it he says uh it would be like finding a needle in a fuck stack which that's something i would say why but why is there a needle in there <laughs> <laughs> i i really love what, what's her name brenda yeah 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 i, I know we're just sticking to bm but <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the brenda balloon incredible (laughs) really i I mean if if anyone remembers anything from this movie it's that it's just that visual of her being like ten thousand pounds just the size of a barn like who do you call at that point you don't call the police i think the only person you call is dr nazarden from my 600 pound life that's it 
Like that's the only person who can help you. Maybe that's a hey credit. That's a reference. That was a reference. <laughs> uh, apparently, the actress playing Brenda did not know about that scene when she took the job. Well, until later on, and was like, "Well, cool." <laughs> but I mean, like, would you explain that in like the job <laughs> offering? Like, you put a LinkedIn post looking for a female to get uh, several thousand pounds large. Filled with slugs. <laughs> I mean, you think you'd get to read the script at one point. You think most of the th- scenes you're going to be a part of are in said script. Get filled with slugs, must have five years experience. What is that even? <laughs> what a crazy LinkedIn profile that would be. Right? <laughs> oh, you know that, that woman, the very large woman in, uh, in, in Slither? Yeah, that was, that was me? Huh. <laughs> Do you tell people? Like, yeah. are, are you proud of? Are you proud of that? Oh, absolutely. Doing that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd I let, so. I let, uh, I let Michael Worker, but like, uh, you know, uh, great, mm-hmm. great at C plus plus. Let's Michael Rooker stick his two tentacles in me so he could put his egg and come in me. Great at filing PowerPoint. <laughs> PowerPoint. <laughs> very good at PowerPoint. Microsoft Office is important. Uh-huh. You got to keep track of all the slugs. Right? You're <laughs> not doing that with spreadsheets. Uh, Excel. Got, that's what you got the spreadsheets for. Yeah, Excel. I I personally was a big fan of the uh like the intergalactic slug conquest vision in outer space. <laughs> yeah. I liked it. Yeah. I liked it a lot. I don't know. Like it there's something there's something really nice where it's like a 10 second clip can give you all the exposition you could it, like five seconds. All the exposition we yes. needed about, you know, like the the origin of the slugs. I don't disagree with you again i don't think that any more time was needed or should have been used to explain the slugs but also like that 10 seconds does it didn't need to be there either so like it's hit or miss for me i I do appreciate that it was only 10 seconds but it it, it, it's just that it's an alien invader that's the end of it we know that because it came from space and we watched it come from space like that we're good come from space come from space yep (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's floating near me. Huh. Does it shoot you back a little bit? Is isn't that yeah, a yeah. <laughs> dude again? Starless pussy is so good. It got a whole hive mind stuck on her. A whole hive mind uh-huh. of like a hundred plus people at this point. Because he he's basically hitting her with like the Rick and Morty episode at this point. Like he's sending all of his cronies mm-hmm. to, to fuck with her. That's that's telling. Like that's 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 quality. It's out of this world. <laughs> uh, Jenna Fisher shows up. Her name is Shelby, and she's told to get the CDC on the phone. She gets overtaken by the worms, uh, supposedly, and the four arrive. Uh, the four remain the reinders from the previous scene all arrive in town, and they uh, almost instantaneously get hit. Oh, sorry, they instantaneously get hit by a truck. Uh, Starla and the mayor are taken by the mob somewhere else. Bill uh, and Kylie, yep, I got that right. Bill and Kylie go on a rescue mission to go get uh, the mayor and or mainly Starla. And Bill fights a deer, which is great. And he's, he, yep. <laughs> he loses. Uh, and that's a joke later on. Um, Kylie knocks out the deer, which, you know, didn't seem like it was that, that difficult. So the mayor is then 
contaminated. He's like spit on and I think he's pr- proboscis. He's, he gets the, the common egg treatment and uh, he starts just like eating a dead body. Starla is we, we see Starla being laid into a bed. She gets a, a whole new nice little nighty outfit. And we need the we at this point we're, we're we've kind of met the, the new and improved Grant. He's massive. He's taken over the house. He's ready to take over the world. Starla almost convinces him like Jarvis has been saying to to like back down and then she stabs him in the face with a hairbrush and uh, he knocks her away. <laughs> we get Kylie and Bill walking into the house and the mayor's like, oh, please kill me. And no hesitation. Uh, Bill just shoots him <laughs> yeah, Bill right, shoots right, in, the right face. in the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> I laughed so hard at that. I, the whole time I'm sitting here like, when is this guy going to die? And he finally does. But yeah, so he gets shot right in the face. End of that character, uh, we get to experience the longest cooked grenade, I think, that's ever existed. <laughs> oh, my God. That thing was hot for like 20 minutes. Dude. Yeah, yeah, it really like, was. What the fuck? Uh, they should have just had it be a stick of dynamite with like <laughs> a long fuse. A hundred <laughs> yard fuse. Yeah, right. a typical grenade is active unpinned for about seven seconds, but seven can it, it can be a little touchy. Anywhere from five to seven. Is, but this is, is seven uh you know this was like seconds. 17 mississippis bro <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i was almost like please tell me that like he just picks it up i found it boom but see i uh, at that point i also thought that as he's he pulled the pin and i you hear it you're the, the quintessential like ping and then i was like did i hear that may i just made that up and then no it, it does happen and it's just the longest wait time for the explosion uh the grenade doesn't work because it, it goes off in, in the pool rather than uh being because he got smacked around or whatever and then uh kylie gets squished by a couch so she's useless and then bill gets on he gets filled with the common eggs he gets one proboscis and then the other one uh, he fills with propane. I, that's where whatever. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so he, because apparently this is where we kind of learn that it can you can only get the common eggs if you're stuck by both of the chest penises. Yeah, it can uh, suck and blow the tentacles. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So like it can receive too, which is interesting. Yeah. And apparently has a, a convenient propane hookup that he just yeah. screws onto it, which <laughs> yeah. is super you gotta, be, you, gotta, yep. you gotta be ready for anything really and also <laughs> my girl got slammed by a fucking couch yeah an I, entire couch to the face she was like and she's cool. walking later as we as they leave like man oh that was that was crazy wasn't it i think i scratched my arm <laughs> yeah i wrote my notes with the idea that she died i was like she got squished that's it that's the end yeah, of the like, character like, <laughs> girlfriend dead yeah no she she doesn't though um and so the propane fills up Grant. Starla shoots and explodes the Grant. Everyone in the town drops. I think they drop dead. I think everybody's just dead. They are. Yeah, I think that was the joke. And then um, did we stay around for the after credit scene? You're goddamn right we did. Yeah, we yeah. did. All right, yeah, so we get yeah. an after credit yeah, scene. Yeah, absolutely. Where we have a cat that walks up to, I guess, the, the pod, the, the brain, whatever it is. And uh, we assume that the alien has Poke the cat because it goes. Uh, so the the ending is not the end. The end. The key takeaway there is that Earth Pussy continues to be the catalyst of our own destruction. <laughs> Good joke, James. Good joke. Also, just a bit back, just real quick. Orgy slug party. Awesome band name. Yeah. Awesome band name. <laughs> write that down. Write that down. 
The mass invasion kind of brings the fun back. I don't know if it was before we started recording, but I remember, Dan, I remember you saying that, you know, the tonal shifts, it kind of goes through, like, fun, and then it's a little monotonous, and it's a little one note, and then, like, th- like when, she, when the balloon pops, the balloon being Brenda, when the balloon pops, and, like, the real invasion begins, and you get, like, the waves of the slugs, it brings the fun right back. Yeah, it's like a different movie all of a sudden, right? It totally is. It was also, like, the part that I was waiting for, because that's the part that i've always seen with this movie is like people talk about when the invasion happens and not like the build-up to it so i i was kind of like expecting the whole movie to be like that and then when it wasn't it kind of like took me a little bit to get into it so fellas ask your ladies if they'd still bang you if you were an oozy tentacle slug from outer space it's a question worth asking and honestly i feel like in this like e-girl only fans kind of like bad dragon era that we find ourselves in Grant, by the way, just looks like a giant bad dragon. Wait, Jarvis, are, I mean, are you in your bad dragon era? I am in my bad dragon era. <laughs> and you can be too with the new bad dragon. <laughs> right, this is how we get the sponsorship, right? We've been talking Use about code common eggs for 10% <laughs> 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 yeah, And you can get the way. new common eggs model. Oh, the double? Yeah, that's good. Yeah, the double. The got double. The du- oh, I got I to gotta call bad dragon tomorrow. Nathan Fillion was filled to the brim with jizz. <laughs> yes, Holy shit. Overflowing. Cream pie. Oh, Nathan dude, Fillion. cream pie to the eyes. It was cream pie. Oh, my God. Oh. Cream pie. So gross. You know, th- there's not a ton of substance. Well, uh, there's a ton, a ton well. of substances. In Nathan Fillion. <laughs> yeah, scene. both in front of and behind the camera, I imagine. But... You know, it, a lot of this movie, honestly, is just a good old fashioned gross out. And I I enjoyed it. Yes, yeah. it, it was it was the right movie for like the amount of gross. Yes, agree. I, I think there were a couple times where like I don't I don't usually get skeeved out and I wasn't skeeved. I was just kind of like, ah, yeah, that's gross. Like that's a, it's a grody scene. There's like some explosions of, of body parts and it's it's good. Before we jump into the uh, spoobometer, I just want to mention, so like a good chunk of the movie was a, a mix of practical and CGI and a good chunk of practical. And at least according to what I saw, I can't find too much about it right now, but I, I had watched a video that allegedly the amount of silicone they used to make this movie actually caused a countrywide shortage of silicone. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> yeah. What? That sounds like something the marketing That's team amazing. made up. That does sound like But that. I believe it. <laughs> oh, like so this like company that they used, this manufacturer, uh, it emptied their entire like national supply. So this like one manufacturer they went to for silicone used pretty much all that they had for the entire country. I mean, speaking of emptying the entire supply, Nathan Fillion, am I right? right. So full of cum. <laughs> so full of cum. Unbelievable. And eggs? Uh no, only, no, only no eggs. No, no, no eggs. Yeah, he didn't get the eggs. Yep, yep. He did, the lefty didn't penetrate. All come, no egg. That's a good shirt. All come, no egg. <laughs> uh, Chris, any more? Uh, no, that's that's a that's all I got. Wonderful. So let's make our way over to the spoopometer. Dan, tell me you got a count for how many sausage monsters were in this movie? Well, you know, um, I I, I thought about like what to do our spoopometer on and. Um, I ended up going to something that has really touched us apparently in this in this episode. So speaking about the common eggs, which I came up with by chance, slugs can lay 
around 50 eggs per cycle. So, you know, let, let's just go with zero to 50. How many, how many, how much common eggs would you let them put in you? How much appreciation you got? How, how many common eggs you got? <laughs> Amazing. Uh, this movie was fun. It was funny. It was horror wise, a little light, but gross wise, a pretty high. So I'm, I'm going with out of 50. I'll give it a good old 35. Fill me up a little past half. Uh, you know what? I think I'm going to go with a nice 33 and a half. Uh, not s- scary, but definitely gross. But I really enjoyed it. Yeah, give me like a half tank here. Yeah, yeah, like 30, 35. I'm good. It's fun, right? It's You're right. It's a little light in the loafers on the scary, on the spooky. But I mean, maximum gross out. So much fun. Definitely a movie you want to show your friends just to see the reactions. So, well, well 34. Yeah, I'm going to go, uh, I'll go, I guess I liked it the most. I'm going to go 37. I, I I thought it was a really fun movie. Just something fun to put on and have a chill time, if that's your kind of vibe. It's not usually mine, but I still found it enjoyable. Dan, the most filled. Well, with that, I want to bid you adieu. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you uh, chiming in and enjoying the movie with us potentially. And I want to thank uh, Connor McLeod and I want to thank Andrew Cavanaugh. You can see all their information in our description of the podcast and uh, come follow us on Instagram. We've got some, some uh, uh, mild, medium, mild and spicy memes going on there. Uh, And yeah, uh, just come follow us ready for the next episode and we will see you guys later. Chris, What do you have to say to all the slugs out there? Thanks for coming by and having a horrible time. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Ew. Oh. Oh. What are you going to do to that? Oh, I'm probably going to fuck it. (laughs) Jarvis would be the one in the woods stumbling and look down and go, well, <laughs> I'm here. Does it count as sounding if the dark goes <laughs> yeah. on my people? Is that sounding? Yes. <laughs> <laughs>